We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And the driving jam time. And the Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, Sports Open Line on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Got a busy night on Sports Open Line here on a Friday night to wrap up the week. Chris Ronji, Kevin Wheeler hanging out. Hi, Ronji. Turn on your microphone, microphone on. Turn on your microphone. I just figured it out. Dang, dude. It's my first day. You're just trying to hog my microphone, too. You're like, from the other side of the room, you're like, Hey, Kevin. Hey, what's up? Yeah, I can do that to you. Why'd you do that? I don't know. Because, Kevin, I'm not that good. And I will tell you this. I don't know if this is true for every other place you've ever worked, but I have never been in another place where I had to run my own, where I ran my own microphone. Oh, it was uh, always somebody else turning my microphone on and off your entire career. But at KMOX, you you control your own. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm totally used to doing it myself until I moved to St. Louis. Okay. My last job. Really, was they the, do that. They do that up in Chicago. Nope. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. No, I mean you do your own. When you were like yeah. AM one thousand, all that you handled your own. Uh, the score. Oh, the score. You were, no, but you. I thought you were with the White Sox before that. They were at the score. Oh, okay. Okay. Odyssey, okay. Uh, okay. the sister station. Okay. Our fine company here. Um, so you yeah. you didn't go back to the AM one thousand days with the White Sox. I never worked there. Okay, so you did right when they switched. That's right. Because that was right. The, like right. they switched right around that time when you came on board in 06. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now that we're clear. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, in, but yeah, in a lot of places, buttons. in a lot of places, you don't turn your own mic on. Yeah. And I still have this habit. Like Matt Pajeski's running the board here. He, he, I guarantee he'll he'll nod his head because uh, I'll do this. I'll just start the segment without turning on. I'll be like. Welcome into another sports. Oh, 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 yeah. Yep. Hey, yep. welcome into sports online. Like, I'll see what I have to do all over again. You got to do it twice. Yeah, got to do that. That's twice. what I just did. Yep, that's good. That's good. All right, we got that out of the way. So we got a busy show tonight. Six uh, thirty. We're gonna catch up. Uh, this is to me fascinating. We're gonna catch up with Kimberly Deemer. Now, you might not know the name. I didn't know the name, but she's the executive director of Hugh Jackson's charitable foundation, and she put some really interesting things out there on the Twitter this week related relating to. The Browns paying Hugh Jackson and other people, specifically front office people, paying them to lose games, which came up from Brian Flores, of course, in the lawsuit. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> but we're going to talk. She she put that out on Twitter this week, and then Hugh has gone on done interviews and couldn't. You know, he's saying the same thing. So we're going to get her explanation. See if there's anything more we can find out about that. In an interview with ESPN, I believe it was either yesterday or the day before, he did say that 
uh, he basically said he's got receipts that that he did have correspondence with the league as far or with the the team and the league actually. He reached out to the NFL and told them he didn't like the fact the Browns were trying to tank, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, this this is not something a coach signs up for essentially. Right. So. He has said that he has the correspondence. He says that he has records that will the help the NFL. Him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. part of what Kimberly Deemer tweeted too was that Roger Goodell knew about it all along, and that it also included um, Sashi Brown in the front office, Paul D. Podesta, Andrew Barry, the general manager. So it'll be again if they have receipts. This is going to be really interesting. Like if you've got paperwork, yep. If you've got a text message, if you've got a bonus check, <laughs> right? If you've got a bonus check that not that's not supposed to be there because it is against NFL rules to pay somebody outside of their contract, whether Correct. it's a coach or a yeah. player, you can't do that for obvious reasons. It's a way to circumvent the cap, first of all. Um, so we'll, we'll get that from Kimberly Demert coming up at the bottom of the hour. Next hour, uh, my buddy Jim Ocho is going to join me. Jim's a, an attorney based out of Detroit who has worked extensively with – Uh, NFL players on all kinds of things. He's represented some players while they were active, helped them out with some of their contracts. He does a lot of work with uh, retired players, trying to get them the medical benefits and fighting with the NFL over that. Well, Jim was also um, one of the contenders to be the head of the NFL PA a few years ago and ended up finishing second to Demora Smith. But the reason I'm bringing him in is because he knows he's a lawyer, first of all, and he understands and this is read through the Flores case. He's going to give us kind of a gauge on whether or not it's got legs, um, you know, that kind of thing. So ramifications we'll, and yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what the worst parts of it are, what are what are the challenges are, like what do they have to prove? So we'll get that next hour. Because the reality is, even if the lawsuit itself doesn't accomplish anything in court, it might have ramifications For down sure. the line anyway. In yeah. fact, it probably is going to. Yeah. It it might change behaviors. It might have, I don't know, it it could force the league to um, self-correct. I don't know what that would be in the form of, Yeah, but there might be something. And and it's more probable something comes out of this. I just don't know what it is, and it may not actually be in court. Right. It's going to be, yeah, they will do what they can to keep this out of court. Absolutely. I mean, the last thing they want, and that's why I'm interested to see, too, down the road, when it comes to Flores and whoever else joins him, you know, Hugh Jackson is joining him in the suit. We'll see who else does. Is the purpose going to be, all right, we're going to get paid a lot of money and then we'll all sign our NDAs and move on. Uh, and the end, the league will make promises to go along with that, to change their behavior or whatever. Or do they really want to drag it through the mud? Do they really want to get owners on the stand? Yeah. Do they really want to put the league? And I don't know. I, I mean, well, I, it's, it's tough. Cause I know with the St. Louis case, we all wanted it to go to trial. Yep. We're like, we want Jerry Jones and Stan Kroenke on the stand under oath answering questions. We want the embarrassing information to come out. But it's a little different circumstance when you're a municipality and you've, you're looking at three quarters of a billion dollars that you can do other things with. It's not about a vendetta for them. For them, it's about the, the common sense choice. For individuals, it can be about the vendetta. It could be about the vendetta, and the reality is there are going to be multiple different individuals, right? and some of them might want one thing. There are going to be degrees to what they're all looking for. But yeah, in in the case of the city here in St. Louis, it was an issue of I we may not get anything down the line. We could win this, and then it's going to go to appeal, and then we're going to spend years and years in court and may end up with nothing. 
because none of that was a slam dunk. Right. So that's why they went with it. Yep. Whether or not they spend the money appropriately, we'll see. That's a completely different thing. But I completely understand why the city did what it did. So more on that case coming up. So we'll get Kimberly Deemert in who is Hugh Jackson's executive director for his charitable foundation, who was the person, she was the person tweeting a lot of this the other day, and then obviously Hugh has backed it up with his own words. And then my buddy next hour, uh, Jim and I went to high school together. That's how I know him. Oh, that's so, wonderful. Yeah, isn't that great? Uh, so a high school friend of mine, he's, in touch I know, and he's got important clients and everything, and he's still nice enough to talk to me. Uh, coming up next, we're going to get into the latest on the MLB labor negotiations. We shouldn't even call it negotiations it anymore. Nego- no. They do have people talking and ironing out side issues like that's continuing to go on but that's the easy part the hard part is they need to get into the room and figure out what the big stuff right well major league baseball put a bit pulled a bit of a pr stunt yesterday the players association had a response today we'll get into that next on kmox t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Baseball. Oh, you just yelled at me. I did. You just yelled at me. I did exactly what I told you that I had done in the past, which is I started the segment without turning on my microphone. The only difference between you and me is Is. that your microphone was not on yet either, so nobody heard it. Oh. That's it. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm not saying that's a good thing for me. I'm just saying that's the only difference. Yeah, but you just did do it. I did do it. And I've told you I've done it in the past. I do it all the time. Matt, Matt, how many days a week do I do that? Three or four days a week. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, it's not every segment, but it, I guarantee you it happens three, four, five times a week. And by the way, I will say toin cost at some time. Toin cost. Oh, man. I was, uh, I was. well, I sat in with you for, yeah. for Glover well, you, for a Yeah, second. you didn't get it live when we were early in the show because I mean, we were in tears crying. That's amazing. You had four adults in this studio. You had Glover and me and Trish and... And Rachel and I mean and Andrew too in the other studio. I mean people. I mean seriously, like tears flowing, laughing so hard we were crying. Unreal. She said it three times. Coin cost instead of coin toss. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it was also like the casual nature of it. And if you listen to the to the clip, like it's funny because she says coin cost. Yeah. And then you hear Glover say something like. Yeah, and then you hear me go, uh huh, and then none of you noticed. And Rachel was like, yeah, and we like we all, yeah, we just blew it off. And then she did it a second time, and you could we all like looked at each other and like. 
was that me or did she actually say that twice? And then Rachel mentioned it and then we all started losing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then so, she did it again after we had already lost it. Uh, so it was anytime great. It was we, amazing radio. I'll uh, be talking about uh, coin toss props now or something and I'm going You're gonna to You're going to do the coin toss, yeah. Because it's in my head and it never would have been otherwise. I never have heard it. I've never heard anybody say it like that, especially three times in, in yeah. a minute or whatever. Yeah. Um, now it, it, there's no question it's going to happen to me at some point. But yep. so thank you, yep. Trish, yep. for that. We're, I, and I can't wait to laugh when you do it. Yeah, I'll do it. And I'm sure I. I mean, I do things like that all. And the now time. you're going to do it too. I might do that one. I might do a different one. I the don't know. The reason you didn't turn your mic on was because of uh, you just chastising because I me told for you ten yeah. minutes ago. I wasn't chastising you. Yes, I was. You yes, I you was. Were. I was. I was what they say. In the business, I was I was uh, busting balls. You're being very mean. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. Well, yeah, I mean, but part of that is is being mean, mm-hmm. right? Like part of when you're when you're messing with your friends, you're teasing them, you're busting balls. Like part of it is mean. It's not funny if it's not mean in that context, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it? That's not. Is that not correct? Yeah, if you say so. So when you deal with your with your friends that you know, like say our buddy Dave that you went to college with, who worked with me up in Chicago, like you guys <laughs> don't do that. You're never mean to each other for funny. Well, no, I was mean to him once, and uh, again, this is a person that nobody listening knows what we're talking about. But you might have a friend who has done something like this. <laughs> Let me just tell you, and I told you, Kevin, remind me to tell you the story about Dave Corny. Uh, oh, you even your- went full name. Yeah, Dave. Dave is a great guy. Yeah, he's he used awesome. to be in radio. He was your producer. Yeah, he, we at worked together at, at Sporting News Radio. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what Dave did. I had a Christmas party years ago. Um, you know, probably 2007 or eight or something like that. Invited a bunch of people. It was the ugly sweater party. Oh, it nice. was, you know, hey, everybody, you know, show up. Totally and, original. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was 06, buddy. Oh, so you guys were the vanguard. Oh, dude, we had our first one in 2003. Wow. Yeah, so I was ahead of the curve. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was so original at the time that we had to tell people what to do. We had to describe, like, so we sent out the... really are ahead of your time. I'm telling you, we were were inviting people, and we'd say, get an ugly sweater, and they'd say, wait, what do you want us to do? Mm. Nobody knew what that was. Anyway, uh, party was Saturday. And Dave used to live out in, like, St. Charles, which is like a 45-minute drive. It was far. Yeah, St. Charles, Illinois is way further from Chicago than St. Charles, Charles, Missouri Missouri. is from St. Louis. That's correct. It's a lot further. uh, You know, it's Friday night, hanging out with my roommate. The party's on Saturday, and uh, the doorbell rings at, like, 9 o'clock. And, you know, I go to the intercom, and hello. And it's like, yeah, it's Dave. I'm here for the party. He was a day early. A day early? He drove in, like, a 50-minute drive. Ugh. He shows up and he's in his stupid sweater. Nice. And I'm just hanging out with my roommate on the couch. We're watching, you know, TV or something. And and this did guy you, shows uh, up. Did you invite him in? Yeah, we, he came in. And he's like, you gotta be kidding me! I drove all the way here, and he's in his dumb sweater. Did you let him sleep over? No, he had to go back home. What? Well, he could have slept over, but he went home. And I don't remember if he came back to the party the next day. <laughs> Text if, him. See. If, find out because if it were me. <laughs> There's no way. I'm not driving to Chicago two nights in a row. I'm not driving an hour to come to this party two nights in a row. But have you ever done that? You ever shown up a day early for a party you were invited to? No. Yeah, me neither. No, never done that. Yeah. Well, that's our good friend, Dave. That's right. But, you know, he's a guy that was kind of on the ball, you know, so he's like somebody that if he's going to do something wrong, he's going to do something wrong proactively. It's going to be. It's going to be proactive and not like an accident. No. Yeah. And it's going to be probably epic. Yeah. And, And also good hearted. Very great dude. Yeah, very nice guy. All right, so we're going to talk more about it later on, but um, 
labor stuff is really kind of funny right now because yesterday, I kind of fell for it for a minute yesterday, Ranj. You know, Major League Baseball put out the request for some for mediation, and my tweet was, oh, yay, maybe we can get an adult in the room and have these two sides actually talk. And then I'm like, and I'm reading more coverage about it, and then I'm seeing some player response, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, this was just a PR stunt. Yep. I'm an idiot. So yesterday, the owners pulled a PR stunt. See, they're saying, the message basically being, look, look, we're trying to get a fair person in here to have the, knowing that the players would turn it down, knowing that yep. the players, which they did today, they rejected the concept today. And it's funny because they, they tried this in 94, 95. You were probably, what, like 15 then? Yeah, I think yeah, I was. So you didn't know about this. I did. Right. I was covering it, talking about it. And... At the time, the players basically said it was pointless. It was useless. Yeah. There are even quotes out there. This is an Evan Drellick from The Athletic has it today. It's one of it's the one of the last lines in his story where Rob Manfred a couple years ago was saying basically that that mediation process wasn't helpful. <laughs> right. Th- that they were process people. They weren't really really helpful as far as getting solutions. Yes. So, he knows that. Manfred knows that. They knew that the players would reject it. It was just a way to make it look to the public like, hey, we're trying, when in reality, they're not. They're not even coming to the table on the biggest issues. And today, the players countered with their own PR move. (laughs) Hashtag at the table. Did you see that? Yes. A lot of players tweeting things out like, hey, you know, this would be wonderful. We're ready to talk if you'll come join us. Hashtag at the table. The players are the ones who gave the last proposal. It was on Tuesday. They made a proposal. Uh-huh. And they were ML, told that they, they, would, get, another they one? would get a counter offer. Yep. And then on Thursday, the league said, actually, no, not really. Uh, but we have this mediator idea. What do you think? And, and all that is on the part of Major League Baseball is exactly what you said it is. It's public relations. It's to further poison the well with people and try to make it seem like, hey, we're trying to do any possible solution that'll get us baseball here quickly, and the players don't they, want to play ball. They did this and through COVID the whole time, too. It. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. The players wanted a longer season. MLB didn't want to give it to them because they didn't want to pay them as much as the players thought they should make. Yeah, and then... And uh, the fewer games they played, the less they got paid. So we, we started to get a little bit more... Like we got the players, and a lot of them were just retweeting the same sentence, right? right? We want to get to the table and talk. We can, and then it's hashtag at the table. Max Scherzer tweeted out a little more, and there was a story within the last couple days that Max Scherzer and Andrew Miller, who are two of the more active players Player that are rep. involved yeah. in the in the uh, what's Whit the Merrifield too? Yeah, they're they're involved in what is it, it's the executive committee, right? The Players Association Executive yeah. Committee. Well, those two apparently got pretty forceful on a most recent call, which might be why there's some tension. Like they were expressing their frustrations. Scherzer today tweeted out, we want a system where threshold and penalties don't function as caps that allows young players to realize more of their market value that makes service time manipulation a thing of the past and eliminate tanking as a winning strategy. Now, they're not going to get all of those things, or at least they're not going to get them all to the degree that they want. But I think a rational person would look at what they want and see a really clear, easy middle ground for the owners to meet them on. But they have to make a counter proposal. Well, that's the point, is the owners haven't moved it. on those particular issues. And that's what's holding things up. Now, again, the players need to move, too. I'm not saying they don't have to change, come off of their original position. They do. but They will, like, but you have to give them an like offer they, first. The players take a step forward 
And then the owners put forth their pinky toe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're touching cold water. They're like, we'll go this far. And then they're, you know, like, you know, they won't move on the luxury tax right now, or at least not any significant. What they offered to go up $5 million. Yeah, it was nothing. And, the, you know, like, okay, how about this? How about we have it tied into revenues going up? And we'll get to that later. We don't have time right now, but there, you know, it was a good. Did you see Maury Brown's tweet today? Yes. He had the chart that shows that revenue was, compared to player salaries compared to the luxury tax. That was from a piece in the athletic. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. a really, really in, in kind of interesting graph. We can get on that a little bit later. Which, is, again, is a microcosm of the rest of society how revenues go up and salaries stay pretty level because and the middle that's class gets happened. kicked in the balls. That, that's yeah. what's been happening that's for 20 years. Pretty much it. And in baseball, too. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Turned my microphone on and then I talked. I figured it out, Ronch. Well, it only took, what, 25 years or so? For yeah, you? well, again, well, a lot of that time I had somebody else doing I that it. for it's me. It's always somebody else's You know, fault. like if, if, for example, if you're, okay. you were born into a wealthy family, mm-hmm. right? And let's say you were taken to school in a limo every day and the dude comes out and he opens the door for you every day. Yeah. Is it really that big of a deal if you don't know how to open the car door? Kind of. Really? Yeah, because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like maybe... Even in a case like that, you should learn some real-world skills. Why, though? My dad does everything for me if I'm that rich. I know, but one of those skills is opening a door for yourself. What if I never have to? You should still probably learn. Probably like, a good I idea. Learned, you never know. Right? Kevin, I, never know. Lear- I learned algebra. I never use it, but I learned it. You don't use your algebra? No. When have you used algebra? Never. See? Matt Pajeski, when do you use your algebra? <laughs> I used it recently when uh, calculating how much, uh, like, the percentage of vitamin D that was in, like, a multivitamin. Like, I did a weird equation that I learned, but that was it. Oh, my God. What a nerd. <laughs> what? what in the hell? The, don't ever what? talk again. What's uh, wrong with you? What are you talking about? <laughs> just use the internet. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, or why don't you use a, just type it in. If the pi root of the square equals A <laughs> times 46... I bet you could. That's how suck. algebra works, right? I know. You just have to put letters in there and then it's algebra. Yeah, there's a letter and then the letter. Like it's just means numbers something. and letters. Yeah, yeah. Right. X is constant. And the Y is the question I always ask. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I, then and then after that, right, you got the X is the constant, the Y, then you got the Y, where, how, who, and what. And what? And when. But w- that's how that works. Oh, wait. Sorry. That's no, that was journalism. Who, what, why, when, and how? That was journalism 101. Who, what, Other why, ones when, algebra. where, and how? X and Y. I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I think Third it's base. got something to do with Z. Third base. I don't know. I don't know. But, but Jeske's over there doing algebra to find out like how much vitamin D I mean, he's no, getting. Honestly, it's kind of the least surprising thing I've learned today. That's amazing. You know, like Matt seems like he rolls that way. Are you really into math? No, not at all. Okay. I was going to say, like, but I've, I never have even one time out of school had a single reason to try to use algebra. No. And you've done it, it somehow. Was, like this multi, this multivitamin said, like, this vitamin D is 200, 215% of your normal daily intake, what it, what it should be. So if that was my, if that's 215%, <laughs> what would the, my normal 100% recommended 
That's not algebra. That's, not algebra. that's just yeah, it's divide like, by uh, two. No, it was not. Come on, I had to use a percentage <laughs> equation that I learned in high school. <laughs> that's not even algebra. <laughs> this is what? That's like basic math. I learned it in algebra. There you go. Oh my god. Buddy, well, did you get to did you get to the right answer? I did. Yeah. All right. Do you feel better that you did it yeah, and then, by then, hand? Then I looked it up on the internet and made sure I was right. So then, why don't you just do that part first? Gotta you know refresh that's, the. Brain. But again, that's not okay. actually algebra. That's just division. I think it is <laughs> just division. Whoops. Oh well, actually, it is division. Then you have to multiply by something. I know, but again, so division probably, and multiplication. Yeah, right. There's no letters involved. There's no. Why are X we is talking about math? Because right, none of us can do it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I'm, so I'm, what about Hugh Jackson? All right. So. We saw that Hugh Jackson was is now a part of this lawsuit, right? And his assistant, the one that runs his foundation, tweeted the other day that this is real. She said the NFL and Roger Goodell know about it, that paying coaches and executives was happening. She named Sashi Brown, Andrew Barry, Paul De Podesta, and Hugh Jackson in a tweet. And again, keep in mind, she works for Hugh Jackson's foundation, so she and Hugh are friends. This is not like throwing him under the bus, says that all four of them, quote, were all paid to tank. I have proof. That's what she said. I have proof. So there are only so many forms of proof, right? Um, There would be proof as in you have witnesses, but even then still there's a little bit of doubt when it's witnesses, right? It's not impossible. People are convicted based on witness testimony. Yeah. Especially, but, but if the witnesses all, but if the witnesses all know each other, it, yeah. it starts to get people wondering whether you're like just you, you have the same story, you know. That, but there's that form. There's there's witness testimony. There could be a text, right? You could have a text that said, uh, "Good job, enjoy your fifty thou or whatever. Yeah. Like you could have that kind of thing. Could be an email. Could be an email. It's probably not in a contract. That would be pretty risky <laughs> to put that no, in a contract. it's not in a legal contract. No, there's no legal document that says if you lose this but amount But you know of games, how this works. You and I both at times throughout the course of our radio histories have gotten things called ratings bonuses. Yeah. Where you have a normal salary and you have normal side income like live commercials and advertisement, things like that. And then you have this other thing that's a bonus for getting good ratings. And it's set up like, okay, if you finish first, you get this. Second, you get this. So you can look at your paycheck and say, okay, in that pay period, I got a bonus. So it could be that there are paycheck stubs that would show something that is anomalous. An amount of money there that really doesn't account, isn't really accounted for with the normal performance bonuses and salary that a coach gets. Because there's not going to be in the contract something that says, now, nah, if you come in last, you know, you'll get yeah, here's fit, a, you'll get a hundred thou for every game you right. lose. Here's a uh, hundred thousand or, you know, 50,000 for first place, 25 for second place, 10 for third and a hundred if you finish in last. Yeah. Cause the there's allegation here though is not about necessarily standings. Yeah. Just like every time you lose. Yes. And like, I can understand the twisted thought here. Like if you're an owner, that's kind of an ass, and you don't really care about competitive integrity or anything like that. You just want a new star player that you can sell to your fans and hopefully turn things around. I can see how the the the, the people that are business first, business last, business only minded would be like, okay, here's what I want to do. I wanna I, I want us to get a better draft pick. I want a new star. I want player X, who you know, Trevor Lawrence or whomever. Um, so every game you lose, I'll give you this amount. Right, because we we want to lose games. It's better for us. You know, I, I think this is better. But obviously, there's a flaw in this in that you're selling competition. 
Like every game, you're supposed to be trying. Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between not building a good roster and incentivizing coaches to throw games. Because if you're, because that's what you're doing. You're telling that coach, if you win, you get nothing. Yes. And if you throw the game, you get a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Now, if we allegedly, we well, we should differentiate first of all that Brian Flores is the one who explicitly said yes. he was offered a hundred thousand dollars. We don't have the exact dollar amount with you yet. Hugh Jackson was told and says he has it in writing, I believe, yep. that there was a four-year plan that he was presented by the Browns, which essentially laid out and never talked about winning in the first three seasons. But it was season four they started talking Start about to getting better, yeah. So basically they were telling him in writing, we're going to be bad for three years. That's what we want. Which is why so, you have to pay him to do that because he knows he's probably going to get fired based on the record if the yeah, absolutely. team's bad. Absolutely. And, and that's exactly what happened. That's exactly won, what won happened. Three games. So again, let me get this straight. And this is part of the, this ties into the whole complaint that Brian yeah. Flores is getting to anyway. So your your plan that you present is we know we're not going to be good for three years. Our plan is we're going to start being good in year four. Yeah. But you're going to fire my ass after three years right. for doing exactly me... what you planned. E- exactly. And, and so, why why does he he get, so why does he get fired? Probably more for not going along with the plan. Maybe making noise about, hey, we need help, man. Hey, we need to sign some free agents or we need to get better. Because that's what it sounds like with what is what Flores is saying. Flores is saying, look, man, I actually had a pretty good record there. You fired me because I wouldn't go along with your tanking plan. Yeah. Because, again, Flores had a losing season that first year because it was a horrible roster. I mean, it was, you know, a lot of NFL analysts before the year said, this team might not win a game. That's how bad the roster was. And they won five games. And then he had back-to-back winning seasons. And then the story is, he's tough to work with. Well, yeah. And you know what that usually means is the owners probably being a yes a, 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 a D-bag. Um, that's usually what happens in those cases, but there were people, yeah, there were people around the league and you know, if you were following along and I know you were, um, but there were people, lots of people in the NFL, uh, or knew football and understood that were saying the stuff that he's doing, Brian Flores, we're talking about here in that first couple of years, like this is, this guy's onto something like the way he's handling this entire situation, mm-hmm. um, you know, what the team was doing. Like, he's on to something here. So for him to then suddenly be out of favor, there there was clearly something beyond yeah. that. It wasn't just performance on the field. We'll get a legal view on all of this topic next hour. My buddy Jim Acho uh, represents a lot of NFL players, former NFL players, names that we won't name names, but people that you'll, you would know, Hall of Fame players. Uh, he's represented a lot of people in claims against the NFL, ran to be the head of the NFLPA at the suggestion, by the way, of active players. Yeah, It wasn't something he sought out. They're like, dude, you should run. We'll we'll back you. And they did. And he ended up losing out to Demora Smith, but it was a good race. But he knows the legal side of this, and he knows the NFL, which is why he asked him to come on, being that he's a lawyer who's done all these things. So we'll do that next hour. Coming up next, we're going to talk about something that you should never do. Not you specifically, Ranj. Just people. The royal you. The royal you. The royal, like everybody in general. You should do a little homework before you ask a really stupid question. Oh, boy. To I avoid asking a really stupid question. We'll get to that next up on KMOX. Chris Ranji, Kevin Wheeler. Slipknot providing the 
ambiance. Is that what that is? That's what that's that's it. That's one of the like more chill songs. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. chill. That's one of the more chill cool. ones. It is. Oh, I believe you. I mean, it is. It, it, it's a good song and all that, but it's definitely well. It, it has its moments, but that part of it is the calming part. Oh, I feel calm. That's the. <laughs> you're always hey, calm. I'm when re- are you not calm? I don't you're know. Like, I, I don't you know just move I'm... into a room and you're like, "Hey, everybody. Hey, man. I'm ready for bed, though." What? After hearing that song, I'm ready for bed. I do fall asleep to that. That's okay. Now you're. Just I'm not even. No, I'm serious. I'm no, I believe serious. you. Last, just... last night it was System of a Down. Sometimes it's Slipknot or usually it's a mix. Like I have a bunch of my mix lists, but I don't listen to mellow music. I believe you. I just think it's totally messed up. Hmm? I sleep well. Do you know, you ever seen the movie with Ben Affleck called The Accountant? Yeah. You know how he's got to like, he, you know, he's um, not a bad movie. I think he's autistic, right? In the movie. Yes. Yes. And he does this thing where, where he like, he needs sensory overload and he comes home from work and then he starts like whacking his shins with a, a Oh, and he rod goes into the room with loud music. With the yeah. loud music yeah. and the flashing lights. Yeah. Like he turns up the, the yeah. slip knot the ten. It's not he yeah, he doesn't go far enough, but yeah. No, he's it's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. <laughs> well yeah, that's you, man. You're just banging yourself in the shins with a a, a metal I, pipe. I do not physically damage myself. So weird. Except probably my hearing. Oh no, your hearing is messed up. It probably I used yeah. to when I would uh, uh, I'd be in you know, I think we were the show after you. or No, a couple no, shows. No, 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 you know what it was? Yeah. You were a couple of shows later, but I sat in the same seat you sat in. Yes. And nobody yeah. did before me. Right, and or and in I between, plug, yeah. I would plug my headphones in, and I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> this dude. <laughs> Raji plugs in the headphones like, my <laughs> Yeah, my <laughs> God, dude. Kevin Wheeler. I would say every day, Kevin Wheeler is deaf. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I, I, like right now, my headphones are really loud. It's a way of regulating myself because if I don't have it really loud, I try to talk louder oh. and I hurt my voice doing that. I had to go yeah. to a voice therapist because I did that all the time. Yeah. And it was on top of like coaching too. And you're shouting over a bunch of, of course, teenage people. And you're like, so it's that, but like when I, when it goes to commercial or whatever, I turn it down to other levels. Like so, I you so that yeah. you had to make a choice. Do you want to be deaf by listening to loud headphones yeah. or do you want to lose your voice? Yes. And you picked your, your... I can still talk if I'm deaf. Yeah. I cannot work if I cannot talk. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And I can get a hearing aid if I need to at yeah. some point. I'm probably going to need that <laughs> at some point. All right. Um, I mentioned in the tease, Ranj, that there are certain things that as a person you should never do. And I think it, there, these are even more important things when you're talking about like as a trained professional, as a in this case, a journalist. So... You know Jim Trotter, right? I do. Jim Trotter's a really good football Sports writer. Sports Illustrated. Right, he's years at Sports Illustrated. I think he's with NFL.com and NFL Network. He, he is now. He was. He did SI, did ESPN. For a long time, yeah. yeah. And he's really good. I, I, think, yeah. I think he's a really good writer. This isn't really about him, but he brought it to the forefront. So, I think it was, was it yesterday? One of these last couple of days. It was yesterday. He tweeted a message. He got an email from somebody who said this. Good morning, Mr. Trotter. I'm trying to reach Junior Seau to hear what he thinks of the NFL donating $1 billion toward the cannabis industry to study the impact of cannabinoids on treating pain management. Please give me a call at your convenience. Best regard. And he blacked out the name. Not very well, though. No, the first name is Chris. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's definitely... For, we'll talk about Jim Trotter's ability to black out yeah, things. Yeah, that was... Yeah. He did a horrible But either way, job, he, but, still, he still did this guy yeah. a favor because I would have put the guy on blast, personally. I would have just put his name out there. Not his email address, but I would have put his name out there. So that's the email, right? So obviously... 
Junior Seau. Chris, dead. Yeah, say, Chris, let us in on what the problem is yeah, here. Uh, Junior Seau uh, has passed on. Um, would, you, would you say? He, and I'm not trying to make light of this. No, this is not funny. It is Junior, absolutely Junior not funny. Junior Seau died in a very, very public way. Yeah. That got a lot of coverage. He committed suicide. He shot himself in the chest. Yes. To prevent doing damage to his brain so, so that people could study, could study his brain. Same thing Dave Duerson did. Dave Duerson and a lot of players, you know, obviously this is a major problem amongst retired football players. But this was not a glossed over story. This no, was this not was something big news. This was Junior Seau was a, he was a dude. This was a Hall of Fame player. Yes. Who who took his own life. Yeah. By shooting himself in the chest so that he could preserve his brain yep. for science to study it. Because he was sure he had CTE. Yes, he, he was sure that, that there was a problem there, and that's what led him to, to where he was. So this person clearly hasn't paid. Now, keep in mind, Jim Trotter's original email or tw- t- tweet said, young journalists, please do your homework before reaching out to potential sources. And then he, he included this. He replied to this person, Maybe you should Google Junior Seau. (laughs) And the response that he got was, what was the problem, Jim? I've been doing this for over 30 years. I prefer to do my own interviews rather than rely on Google. That's the reply that he gets. So this was not a young person who might have been, let's say, 15 when Seau committed suicide, and when you're a teenager, sometimes there are stories you don't see or that you don't they don't register with you because you're not locked in or whatever. That would have been almost understandable. It would have been terrible, but it would have been almost understandable. This is a person who's saying they've been covering sports for 30 years. The writer that contacted him, his name is Chris Sheridan. And the reason it's out there is because Trotter did a horrible job of black. So not only can you see the first name, you can uh, see the first couple the letters name, yeah. and you could see what website he's writing for. He mentions Kevin Durant's Kevin website. Durant's website. Yeah. Yeah. So he did a terrible job of blurring out the name and all that stuff. So we need to talk to Jim Trotter about his use of, of no, we don't. Well, the, no, but he, if you're going to call somebody out, call somebody out yeah, and don't do that. But he should have this, this, I know it's it's some people don't like when when a person gets dragged publicly for a I, mistake. I like but it you know in what? certain cases. When you're a 30 year veteran of he's something, he's 56 years old. He's fi- he's my age, so yes. No way he missed the Seau story. But his no ex- way. No, his excuse was that he covers NBA primarily. And yeah, he know. said, "I apologize. Okay. I am primarily a basketball writer. I did not know about what happened to Junior. I was unaware." Which again is total BS. Yeah. Because you only cover one sport professionally doesn't mean that you don't see anything else that happens in sports. Right. What it means is you forgot, you didn't take the time to look it up, and you reached out to someone in a pretty, I thought, a pretty arrogant sort way, of, too. Yeah, like, and, and I totally understand the idea of I want to do all of my own reporting, I don't want to have anything else, but... You can still do that and do the cursory Google search just to make sure the guy's not dead. Not even for that. I'm, well, I mean, you just, could look and see: does this know... guy have any? Does he have any interest in this business? Like, sure. What is? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like you could do. To me, that's not. That's not shirking your responsibility as an interviewer. In fact, you should always be extra prepared for an interview. Google is part of your research. You can do all of it, and my friend. And still ask your own questions yes. and do your own interviews yes. and all of that stuff. Well, he's been let go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's he, pretty awful. Pretty he's been awful. Uh, canceled. 
No, he got, got fired. Canceled. He got fired for cause. Oh, that's so okay. It's called consequence. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.